This is 180 with Tay. I'm Tay, and if you're like me and you're looking for the tools to not look to alcohol for every occasion, rain or shine, then come with me on my self-improvement journey as we help each other together. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to 180 with Tay, where I am trying to find all the tools to try to live a more sober life, but maybe not completely sober. Still want to have a little fun every once in a while. Um, If you have a big issue with drinking, there are much more sophisticated ways to help yourself. This is more for the people that are just drinking for fun and may or may not black out every once in a while and are getting to an age where that's just not so cute anymore. So changes are going to be made. And here's Dash. So what I want to talk about first is... Uh, dry January. So the best way that I would say to look at dry January is as just an amazing tolerance break first, a tolerance break for how much you can drink and a tolerance break for your body with how much alcohol that you normally consume. And I am speaking for myself entirely when I say all of these things. Um, And, you know, it's a tolerance break. So not only alcohol is so when dry January or manuary for men it's just to try staying sober the entire month all the way to the end it doesn't technically mean at the end of the month that you're just gonna start drinking like you were before or absolutely going hard every night for no reason and kitty you are acting crazy so what I want to talk about is the other substances that some people and me in some situations, I will explain further, are also stopping other substances like caffeine, nicotine, um, weed, and I mean, whatever. I don't know what other vices you may have, but dry January is when you can kind of cut those out, slow those down a little bit. So for me, I am definitely going to not be drinking all of January. I'm trying to decide still if that night when New Year's hits right away, if I'm going to get really down on myself if I keep drinking that night. Or maybe that'll be a huge goal (laughs) Um, to not get super wasted on New Year's and really just start the new year on the best positive note I possibly can and not drink once the clock hits 12 on the first. (laughs) We'll see. Um, So if you're not drinking coffee while you're also not drinking alcohol at night, and no coffee in the morning. The balance there, I I would be impressed. For me, I am definitely going to be drinking coffee. It's not something that I really feel like I'm addicted to. Um, I do drink it every morning, but only like one cup or like half of the cup that I make myself. And I don't really go to Dunkin' and I don't go to Starbucks. I'm not one of those people that like has to have it all the time and it's in my hand no matter where I go. Um, power to you if that's what you love like do get what makes you happy but anyways uh so I'm going to be drinking caffeine I won't be drinking alcohol um and I don't smoke nicotine anymore it took me like a whole year of vaping to actually get off of real cigarettes so I kind I may or may not smoke when I drink but now obviously since I'm not going to be drinking I won't be smoking cigarettes um I did smoke cigarettes for quite some time and now I look back and I'm just like 
ugh. So uh, <laughs> um, I'm really glad that my nicotine addiction, it did take a lot of hard work and dedication um, to not smoke cigarettes. So if that's something that you need help with, I it's new to me. I haven't been smoking cigarettes for about a year, so I can try to give you some tips and tricks on that. But let's stick to the alcohol first and foremost. So once January is over, like I said, you don't have to just hop right into drinking again. You can try to continue it out, but it doesn't have to be so much of a goal. It should be something you're used to at that point. You kind of gave yourself the whole month to get the ball rolling and get comfortable with sobriety and I might be shooting for a long shot saying that February is going to be a sober month too, but I I can only try. So let's move on from dry January because that is going to be a whole task and it is what it is. But the younger generation, so that's what I want to talk about now. I was 15 when I started really heavy doing all of the things. Um but I was like a little bit younger when I started drinking and obviously it's just the culture here. So I feel like I should be pointing it, pointing this, some of this information more towards a younger generation, because if I would have had somebody like me that has already been through all the things, talk to me and like, be like, Hey, I can help prevent you from running into all of these situations that are not going to be so fun. I might've listened rather than like my parents or adults (laughs) telling me that it wasn't a good idea to drink all the time if I'm not of age (laughs) because you just you you want to learn lessons on your own that's just I don't know the psychology behind that but I know that we want to learn lessons on our own we you got to go through it to get to it I'll say it over and over again you got to learn from your mistakes or try to learn from your mistakes but no one wants to learn from other people's mistakes (laughs) even though that would be like way easier on life if we could just take other people's advice and just go from there that would be way too easy but if I could tell somebody that you're going to be not wasting time partying but if you didn't spend so much of your time partying that you may not feel the waste of time that I somewhat feel and that maybe some of some other people that are in my shoes might feel as well as it's not wasted time but there was time that could have been better spent so I'm wondering now if instead of talking to people my age if maybe I should also be including the people that are younger as well to maybe just nip it in the butt rather sooner than later so I'll kind of be touching on that a little bit and anyways I just wish I had somebody that would have been there that was you know I could have related to that would have told me no (laughs) don't do all these things Uh, because later in life you'll feel like you could have been doing other things anyways so I'm gonna actually just hop right into tips tricks and what the fuck is this number six Um, tips tricks and what the fuck is this number six is stay off of social media when you're drunk. If you're going to drink, stay off of social media. (laughs) It sounds so easy, but it is so important. And I wish somebody would have told me. (laughs) If I wish I would have learned my lesson and it wouldn't have been like so accustomed for me to 
get on Snapchat when I'm blackout drunk and just post like 10 minute stories of me speaking absolute gibberish um, that nobody can understand, not even me the next day. Um, and I'm clearly blacked out drunk, like the words don't make sense. Uh, it might be funny. It might be entertaining. I might be doing something hilarious, but um, it's just not the vibe anymore. Um, I hate waking up in the morning and looking at my Snapchat and there being a list on my story of like 700 snaps and every single one is just atrocious. Um, but, uh, and then also... I reply to everybody else's story on a drunk rampage like everybody wants to hear from me when I'm wasted. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I would try to say, and like, that's just Snapchat. So think about the damage you could do on any of the other apps or that you may do on any of the other apps. Just stay off of social media if you're going to drink. Um, and I will provide a trick for this tip. <laughs> and that is to first either just not black out and be a dumbass or delete the social media apps if you're gonna drink that's so extra but like if you're a if you're addicted to social media with which I mean this podcast is somewhat about addiction being an alcoholic is an addiction loving to drink on the weekends being addicted to the funness that you're having or to the fun that you're having when you do drink you know and all the other vices that we have and like I said social media it's a it's an addiction we're so used to it it's engraved in our lives it's been around since MySpace for me I mean LimeWire we've always been on the computers in my generation and um, with the generation below me with the kids behind us like they are on the internet and they are very young and they are posting crazy things and I just know I would have got my ass beat if I <laughs> would have been posting things like that as a kid. But either way, that's totally irrelevant. And like those kids are good. Everyone's going to do whatever they want. It makes them happy. And that's all that matters. So I'm not talking shit. I'm just making an observation. But if social media is an addiction for you, just like and like, you know, you're going to drink and you know, you're going to get on social media just delete the app. I don't know. That's probably too hard for somebody that knows they're going to be on it. But tips, tricks, and what the fuck is this? Number six is stay off. Try to stay off of social media if you're going to drink. <laughs> and I'm saying that from the kindest bottom of my heart. <laughs> I have seen 10 minute snaps of myself that I'm just like, I am just a crazy bitch. But um, it's all for fun and games. So here we are reminiscing, trying to learn from our mistakes and move forward. <laughs> so um, moving on. Um, so this is kind of where I'm trying to get some opinions, right? So I work hard. I work 10 hours every day. And while I'm working, I'm doing other work too. So like my brain is constantly going. Um, I do give myself some breaks, you know what I mean? Like I try to do affirmations, meditations, things of that nature. And I also have anxiety. And I know that a lot of people in my generation have anxiety too. It's just like engraved in us. So uh, why would drinking a glass of wine or having a beer after work, after my brain has been 
full throttle mode all day, why should that release of drinking be totally eliminated forever if I can get it under control? What if I could get it under control? That's the what if, and that's where I'm looking for opinions. So if I'm able to control drinking, if we are able to figure out a way how to not push it full send and just stop drinking at a certain limit, only have one glass, one beer, maybe stay away from the shots if you're... (laughs) I don't know. Like I said, I'm still learning. That's what I'm here for. I've never done this before. I've never taken, never done sobriety. I've never done a podcast. I've done radio stuff all through college, but this is all new. So if I needed to remind you, I'm doing it now. This is all new to me. And that's why I'm reaching out for opinions as well. How do I deal with my anxiety without vices? How do I confront or how do I relax my mind after a whole day without my vices? How are these things going to be dealt with? And I'm open to all ideas because obviously I know that hobbies and things that make you happy and occupy your mind, there's those. Uh, but like anxiety, I can't just do a breathing technique and I'm going to be fine. I wish it was that easy, but it's just not. So... What's your opinion on this? Is drinking okay if I control it? What else to do? What else can I do if I have anxiety and I'm not drinking or not smoking? Or Throw me some ideas if you have them. And that's the end of this one. So we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning into this episode. If you have any tips, tricks, or something to share, visit 180withtay.com to get connected. Also, if you enjoy my content, please like, subscribe, and share, and I look forward to hearing from you. I genuinely hope this will help someone live a more positive lifestyle, and I hope you continue on my journey with me. Until next time.